0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. They turned out to be completely unreliable asshole. Hi, Tim. Well, hi, Ryan.
1: How are you? What a hi. what a wonderful wonderful thing to do, be here with you on this wonderful, beautiful day. Just, I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more happy to be here to talk about a movie that sucked.
0: <laughs> Me too, Tim. <laughs> Believe it or not, he goes for a drink from his Spider-Man mug. Ugh. Okay, well, that started off sarcastic, but then was kind of one of those... One of those 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 twists, <laughs> much as a twist in Lyle twenty fourteen, the film that we've watched. No, I'm kidding, there wasn't much of a twist or anything. There really wasn't. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, that's right. This is this is Ryan. That's Tim. We watched Lyle twenty fourteen on our show. You are listening to Hello Everyone, Dismembering Horror, episode eighty-nine of Dismembering Horror. It's the podcast show. Where, as I said, myself, Ryan, and that that good-looking chum there. What's his name? Tim. Tim. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Tim and I, Timothy and I, we talk about what worked for us, what did not work for us, and anything we found interesting or noteworthy about a horror film. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know why. I just thought of when that time. Do you remember that time, Tim? All these memories we have together. Do you remember that time that we watched Goosebumps? (laughs) Yeah.
1: That was fun. I do. I remember watching a movie that wasn't horrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And maybe now I'm just nostalgic for the days when we met up in person to watch and record. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I'm good without seeing people forever again. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're seeing each other on our phones or laptops right now that's true um yeah but i mean honestly i i'm i don't know if i want to speak in extremes like you do but <laughs> i've been pretty happy feeling like i like am not obligated to go places yeah because i'm invited exactly it's great um of course nothing i mean and i say that nothing's worth worth uh the trade-off here but i don't know yeah. certainly shaken things up a bit. I mean, don't get me wrong, like I like
1: you know human like interaction. <laughs> but I also really like
0: being alone. <laughs> yeah. And you're nu- newly um you newly have an apartment to yourself too. That's right. So, so you're especially going through that. Yeah. R- roommate-less, just laying around. Watching films like Lyle, a horror film. let crazy. Week. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> listen,
1: watching right. a movie called Lyle. You, you were You weren't. I don't sitting, even gr- want to grace it with the term film. Right? You it haven't implies
0: quality. You haven't been. Uh, you haven't been just sitting there watching Lyle over and over again. Oh my your... god! <laughs> it, in a way
1: quarantine can't kind of feel like that at times yeah
0: yeah but then you got put on something reliable um yeah and then it's all good again it's all gravy well (laughs) well anyways yeah you guessed it we've told it it's dismembering horror tim and ryan we watched lyle what do we do next in order to get into to lyle here we're gonna watch the trailer for it are you ready to watch the trailer for it tim i am all right, again, <laughs> here it is. Why, I just, why, why is this saying, this, this word, name, this is so funny to me right now. All right, here we go. Lyle. Are you sure we can afford this? This could be a baby room. If we get rid of that wallpaper. That room has never been a nursery before. Just what this place needs. Dr. Faye said that she was wrong. It's not a boy, it's another
1: little girl. She's like a Victorian father, just obsessed with that
0: firstborn son. You know, sacrificing your first son deals with the devil. Another kid died in this building. So that's one of your theories? That the building is cursed? I think you can grieve any way you want. How well do you know, Karen? It's the landlady. I I think she's pretending to be pregnant. What's funny is I don't necessarily disagree with these pull quotes. So Holly, a, they're very tricky about this. Tim, say Hollywood <laughs> Reporter says an accomplished debut. That's all the quote says, and I'd say yeah, they like they like made a film. They accomplished something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like yeah, that's they. It. they they made the film. There's like some cool shots in it, I guess. I don't know. Sure, um, it's it it it. There's it, it works from beginning to end as a like. I don't yeah. know. it's it doesn't it, completely fall apart. <laughs> yeah, and then good job. <laughs> and then Sinus Cine, Snatch. Okay, says um, Wow, uh, Stuart This is you know in the trailer we just watched. Just the only quote. Stuart Thorndike has reimagined Rosemary's baby for the 21st century. Yeah, not, that's exactly that's tr- what that's... N- that's true. <laughs> that's not a good thing, though. Uh, and when it's, it, well, it doesn't qualify whether or not the reimagining was any good. Right. It's not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just a statement of fact. <laughs> right. But like, I would say that in the context of what we'll get into. Let's see. I mean, yeah, we are going into what we thought of it now, what we reviewed of it. Um, how we'd review it for our rating um i I mean <laughs> that's I, I put this uh, I'd say this is a reimagining of Rosemary's baby for the 21st century. You could say that like, yeah, it's a bad thing or a good thing, and in this case, I' not would a think, good thing right, but I mean, a more accurate way of
1: saying it would be it's an attempted reimagining because it's ba- it's it's the it's the hackneyed bad attempt.
0: Well, it's it's more like it's a literal reimagining. <laughs> it's just sure, like they, sure, they, they yeah. just did it. Like at no point. That's right. That's right. Like when people, I think, okay, so I found kind of, I I'm sure I was the one who added it, and I found I I <laughs> like stumbled across this article, you know, in doing our follow up research, which is the I'm sure the same article that made me add it to the list, but it was from sci-fi.com. S Y F Y uh there's there's section deep cuts where mm-hmm. they come in with deep our series dedicated to bringing the hidden gems of horror out of the vault and into your nightmares today we're examining a tension-filled film about parental loss lyle um anyway that's where this came from if you were wondering <laughs> as Ooh, i was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, Tim. What would you tell yourself, prior rating system, to avoid it, stream it, rent it, or buy it? I, you can just stream it. It's
1: fine. It's not, like, unwatchable. Gabby Hoffman's fine. Like, she's good. I mean, she's the only thing that, in there, to me, that's, like, giving it something.
0: I agree. She is like the only thing that is giving it something, um, but I—that's not enough for me to say I can actually say stream it over tourist trap. Like, I, <laughs> I, I have to say, Wait, like, did we say it to
1: avoid tourist trap?
0: No, no, Uh-oh. we said stream it to tourist trap. Which I'm saying, yeah. like, that's a stream it for me. This. Okay, it's, I, yeah, I got to give this an avoid it. I'd tell myself to avoid cool. it, but not like the actively, like some of the other ones that we've given avoid it to, like Maggie or whatever, where I'm like, just right. like run for the hills, like just <laughs> stay away. If you know, it has Arnold Schwarzenegger in it to stay away. Um, this is more like I tell myself to avoid it. Like you can skip this one, Ryan. It's Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, yeah, it doesn't, and it didn't make me, like, mad watching it. Like, I didn't hate the people who made it, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was watching it.
1: I, I was frustrated with, it, it, I guess, in a way, I think, kind of what you're saying, I think. It's like, you're saying avoid it, because it's like, you could do, you could make better use of your time. Yeah. Right? Like I'm mad at the filmmakers for like doing a thing that, like that's the result. It's like you well, yeah. should you should fucking know better, shouldn't right. you? Like in well, my yeah. mind, it's like, how do you not know that you're just doing a rehash poorly?
0: This is this is this is weird. I mean, this is just always that uncomfortable territory. I don't like getting into. <laughs> but for know, some, right? for whatever reason, um, I didn't, I didn't feel like I actually like disliked the people making it i felt like they were trying in a way that Mm, mm -hmm. i still like kind of almost related to or found commendable um and they it doesn't change the fact they entirely missed the mark but it wasn't like uh the fourth skeleton no not skeleton key whatever you know the 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 last key the last key (laughs) the insidious insidious. four or whatever or or, or, you know that was that was upsetting where i'm just like I don't know. It's like, a different... yeah, you
1: want you feel like you guys are assholes. Yeah, like, it's I don't di- feel like they're assholes. I just feel like I'm like I, at the end of the day, my I just walked out of it being like why is this an hour long? That was my feeling. It's like it so quintessentially speaks to we didn't know what to do. Yeah, like, right? Like it's it's like we we didn't go far enough to flesh out the story to make it a feature film. And we weren't, you know, able to be concise enough to make it a short film. And so we just middle grounded it and ended up with a 60 minute movie. It's like, what, why? It feels like they gave up in a weird way. And that could, that could be totally circumstantial, right? Maybe they were trying to make a, a 90 minute movie And they had more that they wanted to do. And then just life circumstance constraints came in and forced them to make what they what we got. Yeah, I'll give them that. I don't know. Like, that's the film industry sometimes. But like, then cut the 60 minutes down, right? Cut it down into a into a short and call it a fucking day, like a really
0: intense short. Yeah, this could have been an awesome half-hour short, probably. So Um, I don't get it. I don't know, actually, if it would be an awesome have like i don't know like at a, i don't know this is what we'll figure out exactly at what point was the mark missed cuz i feel like when you're what you're saying it's true when you're watching it it feels like okay it's not whatever to be a feature and not whatever to be a, a short but at the same time i feel like they did a good job of following the ethos of make it as long as it's supposed to be but like only <laughs> sure. only at a certain point where they were too far gone in making whatever they were making like i feel yeah. like they missed the mark somewhere early on And then this is the this is the movie that is correct to whatever, wherever they are coming from and attempting it.
1: Well, I mean, we we can dive in a little bit further later. But like, in my opinion, this movie basically is the first two acts of a feature film. Yeah, there's no there's no third act.
0: Right. Well, uh, <laughs> I want to get into. Let's keep it going because I'm excited to talk to how I reacted about how I reacted to uh, the ending as is. Yeah, but okay. Uh, okay this the summary. It oh, went, so <laughs> that, that's it, where it, we are. <laughs> it's literally lesbian Rosemary's Baby. That's it. It's exact like like I heard it pitched as that to me. Lesbian oh Rosemary's God. Baby. If that's see. Mm. If that's your starting point, that's your pitch, that's
1: unacceptable.
0: Well, I'm like, but here's the thing. Like, I I hear that and I go, okay, cool. Like, that's a fun way to mix it up a little is like play with kind of gender, sex dynamics in a way. I don't know. Or just like like update it for modern times a little more. But then just do something. Don't just literally just beat for beat kind of story beat story beat do rosemary's baby right you know, but which but, is what they did I,
1: I, I don't know i would push back a little bit to be like t- t- just adding a gender swap to a thing is not it's not a compelling like device to like sell a story
0: no no that's we agree that's exactly what i'm, I'm trying you to know, say i yeah. feel
1: like that's actually kind of it's cheap it's really cheap in a way to be like Hey, look how, <laughs> look look how inventive we are, lesbian roseberry. Well, Rose no, the, Rose the, like, see that that, the, that that just makes me fucking want to go. No,
0: bye. Sorry. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I just wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. If someone told me they were doing that, then they would, of course, mean they aren't literally <laughs> yeah. just doing yeah, that. <laughs> right, right. It's like you would hope. But. Um, no, but that's all they literally just did. It mm-hmm. takes place in New York. Also, but it's Brooklyn. So it's, you know, millennials. OK, I make I love uh, I look forward to having your uh, New York frame of reference. Someone who's <laughs> li- lived there. Oh Yeah, I feel bad because like I don't
1: have anything good to say about the movie. But so the summary is OK. The summary is <laughs> here we go. Ready? Ready? A lesbian couple moves into an apartment that they seemingly can't afford, but one of the, the you know one of the women has ha found some success or is 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 approaching success in her music industry career. June in the John Cassavetti's role, exactly. The other woman is pregnant. Leah all, in the Mia Farrow role. Right. They also have a toddler named Lyle. Titular. Who is a girl? They've named their their daughter Lyle. Okay, that was a little confusing. Which the
0: the writer director her name is Stuart. So that was a little. Confusing there you go. Too.
1: Yeah. So they they move in. Uh, the John Cassavetti's <laughs> character June is, is mad that the baby to be is a daughter we don't know why they have a landlord or i guess building manager who is a weirdo karen yeah i think that's right okay and then um you know there's weird tension between the couple right and then lyle the baby falls out of a window and dies yeah the, the end. No. And then... That feels like... Yeah, okay, yeah. And then... <laughs> I wanted to get into critiquing it. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Wait, what's her name? Lee? Leah or Leia? Leah. Le- Leah. Let's call her Leah. I forget. So Leah then just sort of has, you know, like a, what you would expect, a, a bit of a spiral of grief. And that's cool. And reasonable, and, and that's, that her. Her wife yeah. is
0: kind of a dick about it. She, it's yeah. All her grief Borderline. is compounded by by June's um, uh, gaslighting, basically, like Rosemary's Baby style. Right. Like, oh no, this is right. you're just thinking this. Da, da, da.
1: Yeah, and then. You know, she gets kind of freaked and paranoid and spirals a bit and then spirals a bit more and then like looks on the Internet, <laughs> spirals a bit more. Yeah. And then <laughs> and it's like you sort of it's just like,
0: well, then the we get fuck? a couple like loose, you get a, like clues where it's like, OK, this building had more than one baby death. You know, you have them. Um, the the neighbor model woman who's like has lived there her whole life she finds out that's like kind of being a fake fake friend to her you have yeah, they they just, do like a little this... a ring sort of style thing where
1: like people certain people's faces are like smudged in pictures and then
0: as a reaction to that then Leah like freaks the f out she's yeah. like like yeah, way totally, more than Mia Farrow. Meltdown. she's Total meltdown. Total meltdown. Um, from I I don't know what what I thought wasn't based on. I just wasn't with her. <laughs> I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. Well, it felt. Yeah. Exactly. I think it 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 feels a little bit like we are we are supposed to question the legitimacy of Leah's flip out.
0: Yeah but without any of the the fun of like i mean i don't know i just keep comparing right. it to rosemary that's Beauty. my it's point it's so like, easy to we're, do we're, we're, we're <laughs>
1: separated from it so that and but, but that's the movie and then and then we find out that without any fanfare whatsoever we find out that it is just a satanic plot to like kill the two daughters um, two daughters equate to like the sacrificing of a, the firstborn son in satanic whatever, so that uh, you can have success and money. Yep. Cool. And, and so then, she, uh, ki- and so Leah kills her her wife. Yeah. In the birthing pool.
0: <laughs> yes, which is like the inflatable kiddie pool right. in their apartment. The the end. Yeah. <clears throat> and okay, Tim, that's what happened yeah, in the film. That's the movie. <laughs> Should we move on to our first section and talk about what worked for us? (laughs) Yes. All right. What worked?
1: What worked? What worked for you? What worked for you? It worked like a charm. (laughs) Smith. What what worked? What
0: worked for you? Want to hear what I had, Tim? Sure. Okay. I liked... um, when the 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 scene where the baby actually died, where is like an off screen, I guess we learn it falls out a window. It's uh, during a video call with uh, mm-hmm. Le- Leah with her friend. I liked that, and then uh, it leading into this like weird video of an ultrasound, like <coughs> or you know God. like images, or whatever. Yeah. Like just, I just again, just I was as far like, as what are, why are we doing that, inside again? Well, here we go. As far as right. <laughs> it's stupid. But at the same time, as far as if you're if you're updating Rosemary's baby to the 21st century, as that one pull line pull quote said, like, I don't know, show, showing something that's like found footage video chat into weird like other digital footage. I was just like, cool. These two shots isolated I guess worked for me on some level. Sure. Um okay. I I and I guess as far as actually what worked, there were like some interesting shots throughout it. Like, you know, they were putting thought into some things. This is why I say too, I wasn't totally mad at, I felt like I kind of on yeah. some level sympathized with the kind of like, you know, getting your barons indie filmmaking spirit behind right, it. Right, So some interesting shots in it, thought out shots. Um, and then I guess lastly is what was like what worked. Ended when I want this. This is such a little backhanded compliment, <laughs> but it ended right when I wanted to. Like, you know, those these other movies we've watched that I hated when it's like, Okay, I just wanted it to, I just wanted them all to die so then it would just be over. And then it just kept going another half hour. This one, I like to myself jokingly, I was like, ugh, like when they both went down to the tub together, I'm like, please just let them both be dead and let it be over. And I'm like, <laughs> but I like, I knew it wasn't going to happen. I'm like, this right. does not feel like it's been a full movie yet. We still have some stupid final act to get into. And then it ended and I was so happy. Yeah. Um, I was free. And then, um, the shot okay, and of last her
1: th- coming out of the of the pool is pr- a pretty
0: cool shot. Sure, um, <laughs> and then I, I I think things that I kind of maybe liked but didn't work for me as I think intended. Um, the sheer audacity of the website she visited, or just the sheer audacity of that scene, where it's like you have a woman, <laughs> a pregnant woman who just like <laughs> lost her other baby in like a horrible way, goes onto a website that's like, and it has a little silhouetted cartoon animated baby like like falling down out of into a window, pieces. yeah, it, and like, you breaks have into pieces. It's yeah, so. Just the sheer audacity of having like someone who's you know in this 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 world gone through this situation have you know having to see that, I'm just like, holy crap, like what movie Jesus Christ like <laughs> it's so much, I just had to laugh.
1: it's a pretty it's a it's quite a suspension of disbelief <laughs> that that website would even exist,
0: yeah, right, and then to see it you know being reacted to just like. It's so like not a, not a laughing matter, which is, I think, why I had to laugh. <laughs> like, yeah, as weird as that sounds. Um, and then lastly, I enjoyed during her big party freak out, which like the rest of everything just seemed way over the top for what she had been through. I don't know. I just wasn't with her again. But anyway, during this party freakout, I really enjoyed um, since it was just kind of like one big wide shot. It was I just got a kick out of watching the extras react. Just like it's all, all I was thinking about is like they're just their friends coming over to play this. this huge flip-out scene. And then just that combination of like what would people at a party actually do? And then also what would these extras who are these random people do that what what do they think people would do? I don't know. I just got a kick out of just watching them, like, kind of, like, look at her and take a step away and, like, you know, what do they do with their drink they're holding? That's what a stretch. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, if if if
1: you've been reduced to really picking apart what the extras are doing, like, that's what you have to look at.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, look, I mean, I, I think there are kind of some moments and there's some interesting filmmaking techniques that exist in this movie. Like that shot, I think, is a really cool shot of her kind of emerging from the the birthing pool. It's just it's lit. Well, it's framed. Well, it's interesting looking. It's, you know, it's effective in, in it's sort of like coolness. There's also anytime they showed uh, singles of, of Lyle, the, the baby doing things, they went to a sort of a wide handheld, which gave it this sort of eerie feeling like you're in the, you're kind of like on, un, on, unsturdy ground and you're, you know, feel felt a bit doc, uh, not documentary, but it felt a little, I don't know what the, exactly to compare it to. I'm trying to, I, I was trying to think when I was watching it, like, what is that? Where have you seen that style before? But
0: like just lo-fi
1: Yeah, it's lo-fi. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's sort of almost music video, lo-fi sort of handheld, like, in in the room with you. feels, you know, unfortunately, when you start thinking about it, it feels like somebody's trying to, trying to be an indie, which is a little like, well, don't try to be an indie, just be an indie. But I, I, I thought that that was a cool choice to isolate the shots of, the baby and have them have a unique style Um, because it does make you go what's the deal so that's fine Um, there's like a shot when Leah's on the bed and she's kind of half in frame and june gets in and and is having kind of a like everything's gonna be okay moment and and june like rolls over onto leah and they're they're actually out of frame all you can see is their shoulders and arms and it's a cool it's just weird it's sort of like it makes you feel disconnected and like uncomfortable and it's effective because that's what's happening in the movie so that you you know there you go you did a thing it was effective i thought um beyond that i mean i liked watching gabby hoffman flip out like i enjoyed her she's you know she's in it for sure like she's very raw and you know i enjoyed that emotionality and
0: yeah i think i I, i'm not
1: saying it was connected necessarily like it didn't feel connected appropriately at times it felt a little
0: like on the nose well i'll just mention like it didn't i didn't Yeah, because I I wouldn't put this necessarily what worked or didn't work or interesting, but why that didn't work. Like, I agree she was great in it. But I just, like, for example, like, I just felt bad, like, when it was the big shot of, like, her running down the street because the movie was not adding up at all. And, like, when someone's giving a performance like that, I can't enjoy it when it's just the movie itself. It just makes me feel bad for them giving a good performance. Right, right. But I think that... Yeah, but
1: I think that the performance in isolation was there's talent there, and that you know she's f- fucking she's given it her uh, her full go. Sure, definitely. Definite so I commend props. her, yeah. I guess, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only other things that I really liked, I guess, were, and I'm not even sure I could say it. Well, it, it worked. It worked in in sort of. Tone like it was a vibe that I thought I enjoyed. I and it's so weird because it's only one thing, but anything to do with that little horse, the horse toy, I liked. I just thought there's something eerie about it, and it like it just kept working to me that
0: like anytime it showed back up, it felt creepy and weird. Actually, I meant to ask you in the summary, I kind of missed what was the deal with those multiple toy horses. Like, so she has a toy, like the Lyle, like Lyle had a little toy horse and then she kept finding more later. Like, what was that about? Well, I'm not sure I have an answer, but
1: what I, (laughs) the initial horse that Lyle has is just Lyle's toy. Right. And then she is doing, I would assume my assumption was they had packed you know, they, well, they moved in, they unpacked, Lyle found, got its toy, her toy, she's playing with it. So that's sort of just like the connection to Lyle. Like it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, what do you call that? It's a remembrance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then once Lyle has died, she's unpacking again and she finds it. So my assumption was that they had just put it away. And it had been put away sort of in the wrong place. And she had discovered it when she shouldn't have. You know what I mean? It's like not something she wants to Yeah. That was my first impression. But then it literally magically jumps from where she puts it away to inside the crib.
0: Okay. And
1: so at that point, before we know where the movie's going, I was like, ooh, creepy and cool. Right. Because it's like something, something supernatural is happening. Right. Or so we think. Yeah, that was OK. No, part, I, I, okay. So that moment I've I got excited for it never comes back around or pays off. And then she gets gifted in a baby shower gift that same toy. So yeah. here's what I think the significance is. So the 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 movie is the story of the movie is that you can you can make a deal with satan to sacrifice either your firstborn son for success or your first two daughters yeah so i think what it's saying is that somebody else who's in on the pact some some other satanist gifted gifts for the baby showers to The people who are going to have Satan's babies, (laughs) that particular horse, that it's a special gift for Satan babies (laughs) from from a Satanist friend. That's my that's my take on it. And since they and maybe look, maybe when it's a boy, they get a different gift. But since they knew it was a girl for both both of the kids, the girls get this pink horse.
0: Horsies. Okay, great. Can that, we move I, on that, to- as, as
1: good as I can get. <laughs> of some right. thread of con, uh, of something. I don't know.
0: That's it. Great, then let's move on to finding out what did not work. It's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No, something important's missing. did not What did not
1: work? <laughs>
0: I mean, the biggest disappointment, Tim, I think for me was, well, a couple, a couple big things, of course, (laughs) but just what's striking me now is I was just so mad. It never got to cool, supernatural stuff. Like, uh, like they kept
1: like teasing it at the beginning. Like there was something there and then there wasn't.
0: Well, right. Like, I'm like, okay, if this is a, just an exact beat for beat, Rosemary's knockoff, baby knockoff. At least I'm looking forward to like seeing like I don't know the devil baby seeing something seeing, seeing like a somebody weird, die yeah seeing like, some hand I see, seeing something some black magic stuff I don't know sure show me something you know in that last five minutes or whatever even if it's then I'm like you've set up this world I mean I think in a way this this movie is an attempt to get
1: a little more meta and say yes. The (laughs) we have we have admitted that there's that the 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 wife and her friends have made a deal with the devil or think that they have. But I think that the movie is trying to potentially say, but not so fast. Maybe she's just gone crazy and it's all in her head. Yeah. And that, I mean, there's it's the... just murky as fuck, because y- if you're going to do that, you better fucking know which it is. You can't just leave it right. vague and, and whatever. And that's why I'm like, there's no third act. Like how if, if you wanted to, you could have a third act where now I think you'd have to adjust a couple of things, but you could have a third act after she kills her wife. That's like, yeah, the consequences. And she could be like right no, now, no, no, no. I swear to God, they just to my face admitted that they fucking killed my first kid and that they were going to kill my second kid. They told me that, and then everybody can
0: be like, mm, "You're crazy." Right? Because now she's she's on the run from the, the all the devil, the Satan worshipers and the authorities. She has nowhere to go. It could be this this final. All walls are closing. Right. In finale. Right but we don't get any of that. Now, I would almost argue that if you're if you're
1: going to go in that direction, you have the 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 first half of the second act that leads to the death of June, the killing of June. That that I think would be more suited for like the midpoint of the movie, and then the walls closing in is sort of your second half of the second act all of the like, oh shit, I'm on the run stuff. And that would then culminate in a internal realization of, oh, I fucked up, I, or whatever. You, you come to Jesus moment for the character that leads into the third act and everything is all twisted and fucked up or whatever. Like if all throughout this, the end of the second act when she's on the run, she comes to the conclusion because she's been convinced that actually she fucked up And was just crazy and she killed like that the realization of, oh my God, I killed my wife inappropriately would be her sort of low point, right? And then you move into the third act and Satan shows up. And it's like, oh shit. Structure yeah. That'd be great, structuring it
0: you'd have something saying,
1: going on you'd have here's what's la- i think what i'm getting at is what's really lacking in this movie is push pull right you don't really ever have it you have just straight on one direction the whole time she's grieving she's freaking she finds out what she thinks is true
0: to be true it's just it's I, it's just one right well, it's interesting go. because it like that that, I'm I'm trying to parse out when that works and when it doesn't, because I always say that's the good thing about a horror movie, let's say like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I always use as the example, where that's like a horror film, where why I love it so much is there is no fluctuating, it's just a straight diagonal line moving up and up and up towards insanity, or like House of a Thousand Corpses, I don't know, I feel like one way of tracking what a horror movie does is just that, but maybe but this... Because it's like a more of a mystery, like a character mystery. That's where it's all about questioning. Well the big difference between what you're saying in this type of movie
1: is that in in those movies, you are not isolated to one person's single point of view. Right? You're Mm -hmm. you're getting more of a broader sort of like this stuff is happening to these people, and you're not really You're kind of connected to the situation. You're not connected to the individual. Now, you end up connected Mm -hmm. to one because it's the one that makes it the furthest, and that's fine. But this is so singularly point of view that you – if you're going to do that, if you're going to make this a movie about one person's point of view, that's the ride. You have to do stuff with that point of view. You have to – have twists and turns and have them think one thing and then realize another and then have, you know, the rug pulled out from under them. In Texas Chainsaw, you know, it's survival. That's what that movie is. Same with House of 1000 It's it's survival. It's it's a group of people being put up against an immovable primal force that is their you know ultimately going to be their demise like how do we fight against that that's not what this movie this movie is a totally different monster and so yeah yeah when you are dealing with the psychology of a character and that's our reference point for a movie we have to live in that world and figure out what the fuck's going on so it is i mean it, it literally is a we want to figure out with the main character what the fuck's going on. Whereas Texas Chainsaw, it's like, we just want to watch yeah. you try to survive. And so there's just a fundamental difference. Yeah. And you can do different things based on those differences. Right? Like, you can have weird trajectory with, with a primal survival movie. With this, you, mm-hmm. you can have weird trajectory, but have it. Like have it be weird and all over the place. It this one is it doesn't even give you that. It doesn't give you a left turn that makes you go, oh shit. Like like the moment that she yeah. finds out that it's Satanists for real, the fucking Michael Shea, her her friend, the one guy who seems like maybe he's a normal dude, he goes, oopsie, like cats out of the bag. That's the reaction. It's like that's that's how you decided to deal with this. Now, maybe they're trying to make some, you know, commentary on the like, I don't know, lackadaisical, cynical nature of millennialism. I don't fucking know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, but it's it just felt who like if that's true, it's ineffective because it just felt lame. It felt like a character be, like like an it felt like an actor being like, yeah, I don't know my lines. And are we still doing this? Because who really gives a shit? That's what it felt like. It's like, that's not a, that's not compelling. Like, it makes me, the viewer, want to be like, okay, they don't even care.
0: Why should is I? Is that the reason? Yeah, I think is that the reason then why I just wasn't into, like, I just wasn't with her paranoia, like, at all? Yeah, like, right. I think, yes, because everybody
1: that, the only person that makes us, I think, feel a little bit like... <laughs> like, what is going on is the downstairs neighbor who happens to be the one the, like, this may be the one thing that they, they kind of got right. The the red herring of the downstairs neighbor being a crazy Satanist trying to kill the baby and having the reality be that she's not she's actually not involved at all. That that that's kind of like, OK, you did one thing and, you you know, it's a misdirect. And I was okay with that
0: because she's the. It didn't matter to me when I was just w- like only thinking of how much better Ruth Gordon was. Like I was just so bored by the neighbor anytime she was on screen. <laughs> right. Anyway. Right. But like the, that downstairs neighbor you ha- is the only character that
1: I go is kind of interesting because like you find out that she's just she's kooky. And she's had yeah. a fucked up life. And she pretends to be pregnant sometimes, which is really weird to do. But she totally cops to it. And then she's the one who casually brings up, you know, when first sons die, that's Satan stuff. Like, she plants the seed in the head. So, like, that's kind of okay. But, like, it just doesn't... It's it's such a lame attempt because ultimately then the misdirect is actually it's the upstairs neighbor, the 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 hot model who's the Satanist. She's been in on it the whole time. And, like, that whole oh, we just pulled the rug out from under you doesn't work because it's just like they, there was no lead up to it. It was all just kind of like whatever. You don't even meet that person yep. until like halfway through, if not a little further than halfway through the movie. Like meet her early on. Like have that be a source of tension.
0: Something. Well, yeah, like if you said you, that supports your point if you make the ending the midpoint and then just condense it all, uh well that that would work a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> like do you just cut, you just cut out all this 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 I don't know this this blah right. that's. I mean there's in just the so movie. many
1: every to me every plot point of the movie just falls flat. You know like the idea that like <laughs> that she goes on, it's just so lame like going online and being like oh look what I discovered. I just find it to be that's how we're getting information it just feels super lame like discover something yeah. in the wall
0: that's so much cooler right like <laughs> right. make it cool well she does as she finds the the baby the old uh the old baby sure, wallpaper but let's go
1: further like let's go down let's <laughs> no, let's keep, keep going down that kind of
0: pathway we just we it's so lame Right, well, that's a big thing. Like, you know, at Rosemary's Baby, you have the apartment as a character. Totally. Here You've got the basement where they do laundry. It's freaky as fuck. Yeah. Like, here, it's like, God, this just, I mean, talk about, I guess kind of just point out, you know, the practical sense where this just was not, just visually, just did not work within its budget well. Like, it right. was that awkward middle ground of, like, trying to be a movie a bigger movie, a movie beyond its budget and not working. Like, you know, my, my, my DP always drilled in me, like, you know, no white walls. Right. This is, a per- this is a perfect example of just white walls just being a blight on the eyes. Yeah. And I will say, you can, I thought, um, the, the um, Lena Dunham like, movie that put on our map, was it called Tiny Furniture? That's the movie oh, I've know. seen, uh, that does white, like, white walls are used intentionally. Mm. Like they have white walls and like how it's shot and like kind of the aesthetics overall. I don't know. It feels like it's used to do it's used intentionally. This just felt like, Nope, just, I don't like looking at any of these images. Right, Right. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's even, I don't know. There's just a lot of things that I kind of spent. If I'm, if you're spending the movie looking at what feels wrong, that's bad.
0: Right. I, if it was a better movie, I wouldn't even notice or care about
1: right. the white walls. You know, for example, and this is just, I mean, this is sort of, I guess, a continuity thing, but like, it's just a detail. The website that she goes to, right, and she sees all these row houses, uh, like brownstone sort of row houses that are in. in they Brooklyn. were the same house. All, all the, pictures the pictures had the same. They were the same picture, but they have listings yeah. of different addresses.
0: Yeah, and then they're weird.
1: the one she clicks on is definitely not the house that they show at the titles or that they keep uh, that they keep uh, cutting back to. Now, here's what that establishing but what shot. I think it is, is that those houses in the website are the house that they filmed in because that house has the three windows sort of protrusion. I don't know what that's called but like it's like the main bay windows that protrude from the house and in the picture in the mm-hmm. picture that they show on the website
0: those row houses have that but which they're called like suicide windows right it's i guess right? i don't know yeah. um, i think that's what the website was referring gotcha. or like that's the context i think they were on the website yeah. is like they're, they're these, these are death apartments because sure. of the windows yeah. like kids and can that fall makes out sense. of them but
1: the main image that they keep going back to that's showing the front door of the building that they live in is a flat facade like tenement house. They're not the same. They're not even, that image is not even the same as the house that we are in that's being, that the movie is filmed inside of. Why? Like, why do that? Because somebody somewhere decided that they're, that, that other, uh, Those other apartment buildings looked cooler in the titles like that's like what? Yeah, what is like just what? I don't understand why that kind of thing (laughs) gets decided or it's not an it's not an oversight. It's a it's a extra decision. But then I'm sitting there going, I'm confused. What apartment are we in? Because this apartment architecturally has a very specific element. That is not in the first image of the movie. The first image is of these flat facade apartment buildings. So where are we? And then then I'm thinking about that. That's bad filmmaking. That's stupid to do. So don't do stuff like that. Like, why are you doing it? Now, if we, I don't know, maybe you could find a justification if you add it in as an element of confusion, purposefully, like it leads to something. Sure, be my guest. It doesn't.
0: So what's the point? Right. If it's a question, if it's a question that is put into the audience's mind, then it should also be a question put into the character's right. mind. So like I just yeah. it's stuff like that that I'm just like As well as
1: like it being 65 minutes instead of you know short or normal. Like it's just like what why? What are we doing? It's confusing. It's weird. It's, I it just I don't understand any of it. And then I'm like, my point is, then you're thinking about that as a as a viewer instead of actually trying to get into the story. And the story's not giving us enough yeah. to sort of be enticed. Like I said, the lack of that push pull. It's like if you're gonna have this is actually one of the things that really works about Rosemary's Baby is that scene to scene with John Cassavetes. You are charmed and disgusted by him in in the scenes constantly. You feel like fuck he's right. No, he's being a dick. Wait a minute, no, he's right, like shit, now I'm now I don't know what to think anymore is is he being an asshole or is Rosemary now actually unhinged? Like, you go through all of that. You don't mm-hmm. get any of that with with this because June is just kind of a smarmy asshole from start to finish. Like, she's never
0: charming. Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. Right. And so you, she's never even really nice. No, she's... Well, I mean, it's weird. She's being deceptively, like, quote-unquote nice of like, oh, come on, honey, you know that you this is just this thing you do and... But even in that performance, she feels. No, she's not.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's here's actually what I think. This is kind of a. Um, I would classify this under bad directing. Because I think what's happening is that the the actor is making is, is is doing a thing that that often happens, which is inadvertently because the actor has read the script, they know the ending. And they're kind of subconsciously playing the end early in the movie because they know that right, end. right, right, right. The that now a good actor needs to know not to do that. That's fine, but sometimes you just you 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 get wrapped up in it and and you forget.
0: Uh, yeah, or it's subconscious. Well, it's, it's right? interesting because it's not it's just the
1: director's job to be like, "Hang on, you don't know the
0: ending. Don't play the ending." Well, it's funny because you can have that doubt in your mind like you know even it's like the experience of re-watching where rosemary's baby works be well i mean the fact that it works kind of illustrates what's different in that like i can know the twist in rosemary's baby which is like what you're saying is telegraphed up front in lyle but there's something about the actual performance and their relationship in Rosemary's Baby, where it doesn't matter how many times I've seen it, it's like I'm identifying with Rosemary. I I want him to be like an actual good husband because of how charming he is right now and like how they are together. Like I want that for them versus here. I just didn't care.
1: Also, once you know the end and you rewatch it, you should be seeing how... That character is doing everything they can to not let on. Yeah. And the fun becomes, especially in Rosemary's Baby, the the, the times that it cracks a little bit where Cassavetti's like says or does something as a character that you go, Oh shit, that's a tell. Mm-hmm. He just he just fucking stepped in it a little bit and now we get to watch him, since we now know the ending because we're watching it a second time, we get to watch him try to fucking, you know navigate around his own fuck up and be like and and then like gaslight her harder because he's like no 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 no, wait wait no that's not what i meant kind of stuff like that's compelling to watch we get none of that from june yeah none she's just sort of like stoic cold why make her cold that's the thing that i don't understand either like why make her so cold and distant like yeah make her compelling make yeah. make it even more confounding that she would be doing this if if we f- feel like like Leah should be feeling like
0: you're great why are you being weird it was weird because i felt like it wasn't even like she was yeah that that is where i would land on but it felt more like i wasn't being given anything
1: yeah yeah sure you know, i mean maybe I'm, I'm giving her too much you know, the character too much credit, not the actress. I'm like, I'm not criticizing the actress.
0: Is there anything else you want to get off your chest about what did not work uh, in an effort to keep this episode shorter than the film? <laughs> Impossible. Um, <laughs>
1: uh, no, I guess that's pretty well it. I mean, I, I just, there there's a lot you could have done. I think that like, Ultimately, where I landed after watching this was this was an incomplete attempt at a movie that could have actually had some really cool stuff in it. And we just we never get it. Like we don't get the third act. Yeah, that kills me. So it just feels like it feels like a a writing exercise. It didn't, it's like a, maybe a third draft kind of, it's not fleshed out yet. They have some good ideas. They never really explore those good ideas. They kind of go, actually, let's just wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The assignment's over. Wherever you're at, put your pen down.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's how, I mean, it felt like that to me. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I love the idea that like, if Lyle was killed or that there was like, you know, actual, uh, an actual crime, like that it was set up, like that Lyle was enticed to come to the window by one of these assholes. Mm-hmm. Like that, if any of that was even remotely explored, that's fucked up. Let's go there.
0: Yeah yeah like, it was it was kind of weird to how it out,
1: but we never get there
0: aside from the utter horrible grief stricken place that uh the death of that first baby puts her in it seemed to have very little consequence to the story like i didn't even see why it needed to be an on like not on screen they didn't show up but like in a movie event like it felt it could have been like the pre-movie inciting incident i don't know Yeah, it didn't add. It was just funny. What's supposed to be the big thing just didn't actually add anything for for me. Yeah, well, it makes me think of a
1: movie that starts with the character sitting in their car after having come home from his wife's funeral. That's a fucking awesome starting point because you get a lot of the story in that one fucking shot. And you're paying
0: attention because you're going, what are they so upset about? Exactly. Exactly. That,
1: I mean, you could just start with
0: the fucking, you
1: know, the the, the audio of her screaming and, and crying. You start the movie there, you go, oh, shit, where are we? What's going on? Yeah. Start it with that, those two shots that I like. That's what I'm saying this could be a fucking really, really good short film. Condense some stuff. Yeah. Ex, you know, expand a couple little elements, but, like, do it in really efficient ways. And you've got a fucking killer 25 minute you know or less maybe well be tough
0: but you could do it in 22 minutes I bet hey but why do that when you can have a couple of schmoes like us having to talk about it because it made it (laughs) all the way to a feature film streaming on Amazon Prime that's right where you get articles written about it (laughs) on Sci-Fi Wire yeah exactly well there you go All right, (laughs) we'll move on then next section things of note This should be interesting. I mean, I just had kind of just a a question raised where I heard this described as like, I think one person wrote in a review on Letterboxd or there's tons of all on Amazon Prime where we watched it, like all great reviews except for one. Um, Hmm. But anyway, someone said is described mumblecore. Now, I know what that is from an outside. I don't think I've actually seen a mumblecore film. I don't think I have either, but I know of them. Okay. Sorry, listeners. I wish we could be more in authority, because that was my question. Well, they are like like, the DuPlace brothers, and
1: and I think Greta Gerwig maybe
0: I think was a part of that. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, is this mumblecore? I I, I still don't really understand
1: what mumblecore means. Uh, My understanding was that it was sort of to describe films – that like the brothers, or Duplass brothers, brothers, I forget how you say it. Duplass. Duplass. Um, that Plus. they, you know, they kind of had made a handful of movies that are just, they're kind of just people sitting around talking. And that became a genre, a subgenre.
0: Yeah. Well, specifically low budget, I think kind of concentric yep. around New York. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I know what it is without, it was, I don't know, but I mean... I've never, I don't so, think I've so, ever watched any of them. But. but if someone tells me, okay, well, what if we did a mumblecore take on Rosemary's Baby? Again, where I think like, okay, there could be something in that. Like, cool. But imagine using that same style to get us to buying into a reality that feels so real mm-hmm. that then when kind of stuff hits the fan all of a sudden and we're in that last act of crazy Satan stuff, how much would be into it? Yeah. Like, Anyway, I yeah, okay. Well, I, I brought up the question. We can't really answer it. Anyway, that's all I was kind of wondering that I had for things of note. Yeah. Well, to sort of what you were
1: saying about the good ratings, I, I, I was curious the reception as well. And like Rotten Tomatoes has a 34% audience score, which is not, yeah, and, not uh, good.
0: 100% tomato meter Yeah, I don't score. even understand what, what is that does That means that so,
1: people who are reviewers gave it a fresh?
0: Yeah, that means out of the nine, uh, see it says total count nine yeah. on tomato meter, that means it has nine critic sto- scores that were positive or deemed a fresh tomato versus a rotten tomato. And then, yeah, audience score, like 160 people just came on online and rated it. I mean, just look, this feels... This doesn't feel real.
1: I hate to be, like, cynical or, or like...
0: Well, here, you click on um, the uh, C-score details. You can see on the tomato meter for critics. You go all critics... There's nine and then top critics, meaning someone like more, I get, I don't know, quote unquote reputable sure. source. There's only one. Right. But it was still positive. Right. So well, I mean, I just Oh, yeah, that's that's from Hollywood Reporter here. It's the very top critic review for gotcha. Lyle. With a grip Sherry Linden, Hollywood Reporter, top critic, with a gripping performance by Gabby Hoffman. The first feature by its writer director is a winningly unsettling genre exercise who stylish and po- polished polish polish. Whose style and polish belie the constraints of its micro budgeted five day shoot. (laughs) Wow. There you go. Don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like you're just, but it's kind of inspiring to think, Tim. Like, who who are we? We in this time that we spent talking about this movie, we could have hashed out a five day shoot for a, a Rosemary's Baby knockoff shot in quarantine. Oh you God. know? Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't God, God, what are we doing, Tim? I, I, I don't like that way of looking at the world. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's weird and fucked up. So here, just this is. This is a little bit tangential, but like what are reviewers doing? Listen to this. <laughs> it's not entirely wrong, but just the way reviewers like to write I find just baffling. This guy says, "What could easily have spiraled into a com- uh, into a campy marathon." Instead, gains a remarkable semblance of engagement from its poker-faced resoluteness and a committed central performance from Gabby Hoffman. Now, that's true. I, I mean, it just – that's like word salad to me.
0: <laughs> For me, I mean, I, yeah, I get – but it's like I – It's not untrue, but it's just – If it if – it ha- what I wanted was it spiraling into a campy marathon. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, regardless of if you agree with him, it's just I don't know. There's, he also gets a 2.5 out of five rating as a reviewer.
0: That's not good, dude. You should get a better. No, no, no. Is that what that is? Yeah. No, that's like, that's what he gave this movie. That's not his review as a reviewer.
1: Well, then how is he making it fresh? That's that's um. It that's a well because you
0: you can only (laughs) have fresh or not, and I don't know how the yeah. I guess I don't know how the tomato. Just naively
1: not knowing how tomato.
0: What, well, no, that's the thing. Works. It's like we we don't know. Like, how is something? What? How do the the tomato gods, you know, decide <laughs> if a exactly middle review is a positive or a negative one? Gotcha, you know, gotcha. like, okay, well, it's whatever. it's so reductive to be like it's either good or it's bad. Right. It's either rotten or it's fresh. Which
1: right. is it?
0: Which is it? Nicholas Bell of IonCinema.com. <laughs> yeah.
1: Reviews. Whatever. Um, okay, so I don't really have anything else
0: of note. Um Great. Well, then, nah. we can move on from Lyle and go end with our, our our wind down recommendations. if we've been consuming anything we thought that we've enjoyed or can recommend. Ed. You know, this movie got me thinking
1: about who the fuck Gabby Hoffman is. I'm like, I recognize her, but I don't remember from where. So I looked it up. Uh-huh. And she's in a bunch of stuff as an adult that I just haven't seen. So I was like, well, that's not it. But she was the daughter in Field of Dreams.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: and I was like, oh, yeah, she's the one who chokes on the hot dog. I feel like that's a very Tim movie. So that's what I'm going to recommend, Deb, because it is a very Tim movie. And as Gabby <laughs> Hoffman as a child, and it's got ghosts. You know? And it's got dad stuff. Yeah. Ooh. And baseball. And baseball. It really... Field of Dreams, I cannot watch and not cry at the end.
0: I admit, it's been uh, quite a while for me. So,
1: when he goes, Dad, you want to have a catch? Oh!
0: <laughs> You're making me so, tear up just now, to
1: Yep. So... That's mine, Field of Dreams. Go watch it again. You've probably, everybody seen it. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's a good movie.
0: Valid. Good. Um, I've been having a bit of a, a bong-a-thon watching. Oh, yeah? No, I do not <laughs> own a bong, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the filmmaker, Bong Joon-ho, oh. of Parasite, now of Parasite fame. Right. Um, I think I just was using this as an excuse to rewatch *Parasite* so soon, but <laughs> I was watching through his movies. I i skipped over *Mother* for uh, thinking that we had it in our hat, but realizing no, I was thinking of *Thirst*. Confusing Korean oh, filmmakers. Um, you know, still so got it. Watched *Mother*. I've watched a really
1: good um, video essay about the filmmaking of it, but I haven't watched the actual movie.
0: So yeah, I skipped over *Mother*, but so far. I mean, yeah, Oakjaw and um, Snowpiercer, you know, I'd seen before, but his two earlier ones, between Memories of Murder and Barking Dogs Never Bite, his first first one, I really liked Barking Dogs Never Bite, where it felt like it had, it was really cool because you could, it had its like low budget charm to it, but like you know, bold filmmaking sensibilities coming through it, and um, it, the kind of stakes and the characters it felt like almost like i don't know like low stakes or kind of confined world but in a way that you know gets filmically heightened where it was it was almost kind of i don't know i thought it was pretty refreshing in a way how it's um at at low stakes and at its core Hmm. in a way cool um i liked it i recommend that one i need to watch parasite i have not oh my
1: god i know and I know, I like it's on um Prime, it's on Hulu right now, yeah. Hulu
0: and Prime. That's why I'm like, oh, I gotta so, watch this again.
1: Yeah. And I, just, I just need to like, I need to like set some time aside where I can focus, yeah, like for real, like put my phone away.
0: That means and like
1: sit and focus so
0: much for me to hear, Tim. Because like, I hear you know, tidbits from Tim, you that like you'll watch movies and have your phone on and stuff. It just oh, yeah, it, having knowing you can get you know let yourself just give yourself the time to go to a world is it's so important it's what the films yeah.
1: offer and well do. and like that yeah for me it's like i yeah like movies like that movies that are acclaimed and whatever like i, I make a point to be like okay it's time to do it like watch the movie for real. Don't be a dickhead about it.
0: Parasite, it's um, has the subtitles, so you kind of have to do that anyway. But right. you'll, yeah, I think you will really love just like all the kind of not I want to say clues, but like all the little things in it that you know are adding up to something, all the details that are there intentionally cool. and are cool. You'll, nice. you'll love it. But wait, barking dogs never bite. That was the name, the one yeah. I recommended. Sweet. Recommend deaded. All right, Tim, next week's episode. Uh, am I pulling last time we worked together was our new way of doing it well so... but it's
1: my turn right theoretically <laughs> yeah. that was your turn where you told me when to stop so I'll tell myself uh, okay I'll tell myself when to stop got I'll it stop right now and pull out this one uh, a Korean film yeah it's called The Mimic by Jang Sun Bom all right the 2017 mimic. South Korea Cool. Not, the Mimic. Not Mimic. Not Mimic with uh, Mira Sorvino? <laughs> no. Cool. Is that who was in that? <laughs> I don't even remember. Wasn't Mimic one of... Um, uh, Del Toro's like he was he had to do that like contractually to get some other movie done and he like hated the experience wasn't that the, the he, yes his his late nineties dir- early two thousands yeah mimic uh,
0: uh, I don't know the backstory of his involvement exactly but yes he would directed mimic. When a cockroach spread plague <laughs> threatens to decimate the child population of New York City, evolutionary bio- that I mean, that sounds great so far. Evolutionary biologist Susan Tyler and her research associates rig up a series of Judas bugs and introduce them into the environment where they will mimic the diseased roaches and infiltrate the grubby habitats. So far, so good until the bugs keep on evolving and learn to mimic their next prey, <gasps> humans.
1: Oh, shit. I remember watching that. It's like the whole movie is in like a subway tunnel. Yeah. In my memory,
0: right. what's that one where it's is it is it this one where I thought it was like in a museum or something for some of it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Well, yeah, sorry, we're we're know. getting caught Why up. Why are on we mimic talking <laughs> about the shitty mimic? <laughs> we're gonna watch a hopefully non shitty the mimic. That's right. From uh, twenty years after mimic. Yeah. Uh, mimic tw- to, uh, mimic 97 to The Mimic 2017. Cool. Great. Well, that's funny. We're just talking about Korean movies and we're going to watch go. one. Good pull, Tim. Hey, I do my best. I, but I'm I'm kind of glad we got Lyle out of the way, you yeah. know, in a way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Rather just... Yeah, we got to do it at some point. Do it now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Our big ask is if you are still here and enjoyed it, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get a podcast out there. So they say. Yep. So I say, so you say, so we say. So they say it's the best way to get ears on dismembering whore. (laughs) Will you hear me, Ryan? And you'll hear that Tim and then we'll always talk about horror <laughs> wow that's our in new theme closing song. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone we do mean it in closing yes thank you thank you thank you for listening and we will see you next time
1: goodbye <laughs> <laughs>